Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, where my goal is to help you be more intentional with your time, your money, and your life. I'm your host, Shelly Olson from frugalfamilyhome.com. Welcome to episode 16 of the Frugal Family Home Podcast. Today I wanted to tackle talking about closet clutter. Closet clutter is the kind of clutter that I can ignore until I open the door to the closet. And you might be the same as I am. If the clutter is tucked away where no one can see it, who is it hurting anyways? But one day you're going to open that closet door to an avalanche of stuff, like my coat closet that I'll be sharing about later in the podcast. Now, my closets are much better than they used to be. So much better since I did a year-long decluttering of our home a few years ago. But closets still remain a problem for me from time to time. It's one area of the house I need to stay on top of, and I find the change of seasons to be a great time to take on the closet clutter. Now my problem, and maybe this is your problem too, is that it's hard to keep the closet organized. I can get them organized and they stay looking nice and neat for a while and then it all just falls apart into a random mess. If this is what happens to you, it's time to get serious about a closet purge. It's great to have an organized closet, but when you have too much stuff, it will never stay organized. And that's why it's important to do a closet purge. I know the word purge can sound too aggressive. And before you go into your closet and start throwing things out into the middle of the room, turn around to a huge mess and then shut the door to your bedroom and leave it for later, I have a few tips to guide you in making decisions of what stays and what goes and how to do it in an orderly fashion. To get your closet purged without having too huge of a mess at the end, we want to get everything organized. First, you have to decide what amount of the closet you're going to take on. If it's a big closet, taking on the closet in one day might be too much. Or if it is a big overwhelming mess, again, no judgment here, start small with just the shelf or the floor or one fourth of the rack, you know, whatever you can handle in the time you have. And I want you to take all of those items out of the um, closet. And as you're taking each item out of the closet, you want to look at each item closely. Take a hard look at them and see which items are worn out, too old, or are outgrown items. Now the outgrown items apply more to kids, but you may have a few things you've been holding on to that just don't fit quite right or will be perfect when you lose 10 pounds. Those are the types of items that we can quickly decide to get You also want to consider the last time you've worn some of these items. If it's been more than a year since you've actually worn the particular item you're looking at, then it might be time just to let it go. To make this process easier, it might be nice to have an honest friend come and help you. I used to help my friend purge her closet and she would do the same for me. It was so much easier to let go of an item when my friend said, that doesn't look that great on you anyways. You should get rid of it. That is a true friend indeed who will tell you the truth about your clothes. And so if you have a friend like that, you want to recruit them to come help you to go through your items. As you are looking over the items that come out of your closet, you'll want to put them into a few piles. Their first pile is for outright garbage. You don't even know why you held on to this item. I know when I went through our closets, I found receipts and bags from stores 
that I stuffed into the closet. Why? Why did I put those in the closet? I have no idea. So if you find stuff like that in your closet, put them into a into the garbage pile or better yet, just have a garbage bag ready and waiting to stuff it full. And once it's full, you can just throw it away. The next pile you're going to want to make is the definitely I have to keep this pile. It's the clothing or items that you use regularly and you know you really need them. This is a pile of items that will be going back into the closet. So be sure to just put items you know you use or love in this pile. The third pile will be for donate items. These are items that are in good condition, but for one reason or another, they just don't fit great or don't suit you well. You want to have a box or a bag to put these items in. That way you can quickly tie up the bag or seal up the box and have it ready and waiting in the garage to go out to be donated the next time you go. Also, if you bag up or box up those items that you're giving away right away, you're less likely to reconsider the item and to have it find its way back into the closet. So as the box or bag gets full, seal it up and take it to the garage or out to the car so you can drop it off at your next trip out. The fourth pile is one pile that I have to have when I'm sorting through things. As I'm going through, I might come to an item that I just can't quite decide if I need to let it go or if I want to keep it. And this is just a pile for a very few amount of items. And I mean just a few that you just can't decide on until you get to the end of your closet and see what you're keeping. Because sometimes you have an item that you like but you have a few other items that are just like it and you could let some of them go. And that's what this pile is for. Just those certain items you wanna have a second look at before you decide to let them go or to keep. Now you have everything sorted and it's all out of the closet. Now you might wanna take a few minutes to clean the closet, sweep the floor, get any dust bunnies out of there, vacuum, you know, whatever you need to do, dust the shelves to make it look nice. And then you get to put in the stuff you're going to keep. If you have an undecided pile, it is now time to go through what you're keeping and look at the undecided pile of stuff and decide what stays and what goes. And then we're going to just start putting everything in nice and neatly. You might want to pick up some shoe boxes or some um, other things to separate your shelves just to make it look neat and clean and to make it easier to organize and keep organized. This technique also works great on other closets besides just the bedrooms. I used this technique a few years ago when I did my whole house decluttering for the, our coat closet. Let me tell you how our coat closet used to be. It was awful. I can say that now looking back at the time, I just didn't see it. When you opened the door, there was an avalanche of shoes. And I'm not kidding. Those shoes just slid right out. Whenever we needed to get ready to go, the kids had to dig through a pile of shoes to find the two shoes that match, which took forever. My vacuum was in the closet too, and I would pull shoes out each time I went to vacuum because the shoelaces would get stuck onto the wheels of the vacuum. It was just a big mess on the floor of the closet. There were coats that we just didn't wear or fit. The closet was so stuffed full, you couldn't possibly fit a coat from a guest in there. It wasn't very usable at all. The few shelves that I couldn't reach because I'm vertically challenged were just a mishmash of items that we didn't really use. 
I think you you get the idea that it was a big mess. I was tired of organizing it just to have it look awful a few days later. I used the techniques I explained earlier to purge first. All of the coats were moved, and if they didn't fit someone in our house, they went. The heavy coats we don't use often went to the bedroom closet, so we each have a warm coat if winter arrives, like it does every third year or so. I only kept the items I felt we really use or would need in the near future on the shelves. I even ended up with enough room to store our summer fan on one of the shelves after the purge, but the best improvement was the floor. We didn't really have any shoes to purge, but I did find a great way to organize the shoes so no more shoe avalanches when we opened the door. I spent a few bucks and purchased a bunch of plastic shoe boxes with lids. They are big enough to hold two pairs of sandals or one pair of adult regular shoes. Each person has a box or two for their shoes and we stack them to store them. They are also clear so you can see what's inside without having to open each one. Since they are plastic, they keep the floor of the closet dry because we live where it rains a lot and... While I like to be frugal and reuse things, regular paper shoe boxes I knew just wouldn't hold up. So it was worth spending the money for the plastic one. The coat closet has now been organized for the past couple of years. It only took an hour or so and a quick trip to the store and about 12 bucks to make it so much more organized. The coat closet was a closet that had been unorganized for years. So I know this technique works really well, and it's doable. It has worked for our bedroom closets, our linen closets, and our coat closet. It can work for you too. Don't put off that closet clutter. Tackle it with the closet decluttering techniques that I shared and get rid of your closet clutter for good. Now let's review the steps. First, you want to remove everything from your closet or at least from the area of your closet you're working on. Take a good hard look at each item to see if it needs to stay or go. Place each item in the appropriate pile, either garbage, donate, keep, or decide at the end if you're going to keep it or let it go. But remember, don't make that pile very big. It should be very few items. And place back only the items you're going to keep and organize them in a way that you can keep them organized. I think I should talk a little bit about maintaining a clean closet. I think it's probably the hardest part of the whole process. You have a nice clean closet and now to keep it that way there's something you really need to do and you have to find what works for you but I tell you for myself if something new is going to come into my closet something old just has to go out. It's the one-in-one-out principle that helps to keep the amount of items in my closet in check so my closets don't ever get overstuffed again. I also take a little time to reorganize things when they look a little messy. I found the cleaner and more organized my closet looks when I open it up and to get something out, it's the easier it is to keep that way. So I take a little time to tidy it up just like any other area of the house and that helps to keep me motivated to keep it looking great. And who knows, your closets might look so good when you are done, you'll casually leave them open when your friends come over just to show them off. And that's it for this episode. And I hope this technique I use to tackle my closet clutter will be helpful for you too. If you have a routine or technique that helps to keep your closets neat and tiny, I would love to have you share your secrets with me. 
you can come over to the blog at frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 16 and leave me a comment to share your secret. And be sure to subscribe and I will see you next time.